0: Partakes of a cult cool kid. Check out FrankieT's.substack.com for more information. Unconditional love. Endless devotion. By offering the right package, you can control people's minds and close them off to everything else all of us end up in times in our lives where we are feeling a little bit lost a little bit vulnerable a good cult leader will come in and say i've got just the thing an elusive promise is a surefire method for hooking people in you can say anything as long as it's for the church's purposes you're now so programmed to so easily accept death there are alternatives to lead a spiritual movement You have to show perfection in action. It's very important to convince people there is something sacred about you. Cult leaders adopt whatever stance can be effective for them. Mass weddings. Drugs. Plastic surgery. Weapons to fight. Evil. You need people to think that you mean well. You can't have them feel manipulated. Manson said if they're completely helpless, They're of no use. The number of followers is like money in the bank. The more you have, the more power you have. I think about those 900 people following this evil man to the point of no return. If these groups were advertising what they're really about, nobody would join. Partakes of a cult kid. Check out frankietes.substack.com for more information. Welcome to Hot Takes of a Cult Kid. I'm your host Frankie Tease. Today I'm going to continue reviewing how to become a cult leader. Great show guys, great show. Episode two, Grow Your Flock. In this new documentary by executive producer Peter Dinklage, the Grow Your Flock episode, which is number two, covers Jim Jones. The cult The People's Temple was all the rage in its time before there was 900 deaths. Jim Jones, a preacher in the United States, eventually grew from 50 to 20,000 members across two continents. Jim Jones was revealed in the show to be fascinated with Hitler and also pro-suicide. Yikes! He attracted a multi-race congregation focusing on civil issues of the time, but that was a farce. He practiced faith healing, which is revealed to be a charlatan's trick, using actors who say, I'm healed. Yeah, no shock there. Uh, Jones used the plain folk type of propaganda, which in the documentary they call code switching seeming to be just like the followers he wanted to attract, feigning interest in civil liberties and preaching apocalypticism, the end of days, and doom. Jones promoted communal living, which called Jones Town, where if you're serious, you join the flock and give up all your assets to further the cause. As Dinklage points out, it's endless opportunities, I noted in my live tweeting of this show that Profundity Yours is a cult doing this now in real time. In Texas, journalist Saren Warner, who's actually from Minnesota, went to the place, Marietta, Texas, and broke the story of Profundity Yours, an apocalyptic New Age cult. That's again in Marietta, Texas, which has extreme behavior, beliefs, And the female leader claims to be an alien able to heal, time travel, and the like. Her supposed husband is in jail on charges of child pornography. The feds got him on that. The cult has a ranch, which a member gave the leader in devotion, and they now live there. The amount of followers unknown, but you can see their Facebook and YouTube channels have a lot of followers, too, who give the cult membership dues, and pay upwards of $500 an hour for spiritual guidance. See more at Siren Warner on YouTube and TikTok for further reports. Or my other show, Frankie Files Podcast, has a playlist on at Frankie Files Podcast YouTube. That's profundity yours. So when you give up everything and go and give your assets to the cult, the cult wins. Back to Jim Jones and the People's Temple. Episode 2 of How to Become a Cult Leader, Jones claims to be the reincarnation of Father Divine. And there's a lot of backstory given there. It's worth a, a view for sure. They find that growing the flock is fairly routine. In 1971, he begins using drugs. Jim Jones uses all types of drugs. And his pharmaceutical existence fuels erratic behavior. But the documentary reveals though his claim to fame is a mixed race of followers, his planning commission was always all white. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Between 1971 and 1976, Jones was busted for indecent exposure and it is kept quiet with help from police. Being super enabled by this, the getting away with it went to his head and he desired more freedom than America could offer. Seeking the right location away from California and peering eyes for Eden, a.k.a. Jonestown, Jones found the socialist country of Guyana would work just fine with their pay-to-play politics. As the documentary reveals, a video of the land and harmonious workers growing and building there, enticed his U.S. members to come join Eden and the People's Temple in Guyana, again called Jonestown. Once at Jonestown, armed guards kept you in the facility, and members weren't allowed to leave. It's human trafficking, folks. How must they have felt upon arrival? Lies were told that the guards were there to protect the encampment, but that's not the truth. On November 14, 1978, California Congressman Leo Ryan went to Guyana. The Congressman had heard so many concerns from his constituency that he decided to travel to the People's Temple in Guyana. You see, members at the original location were going there by droves, and families couldn't reach them once they went to Guyana. We know why. They were captive. That couldn't get out. jones needed the labor and all else that bodies could provide congressman leo ryan had permission in advance to be a guest and see the facility everyone was very contained during his visit as he arrived by plane creating a fair impression but hostage notes were given to him as he was there and he then realized he had a problem much bigger than he thought People were clearly being coerced to be here and even held captive. They wanted out. The congressman went back to his plane, but never made it. He was shot by the Jonestown member and never made it back to California. The next thing we know is that 900 people were forced to drink flavorade aid with cyanide in it at gunpoint and go to their death men, women, and children all died because a drug-crazed, fake, faith-healing incarnation of the Divine Father didn't want to pay for his killing of a U.S. congressman. This is what made drink the Kool-Aid a famous saying, though it was actually flavor aid brand that was used. Today, this story cannot be told enough, illustrating that With enough religion and lies, you can get people to do almost anything. This coercion, narrative, deception is common and is usually extreme. If you want to hear what really happened on the last day at Jonestown, type in Jonestown Death Tape on YouTube and you can find a restored rendition of the tape. The hypnotic tone Jim Jones used to preach to these people and preach them to their death is incredibly telling. The babies crying in the background, the grief and confusion. It's a cautionary tale which I, for one, hope is used through time to prevent any such mind control from ever happening again. For this reason, we have to keep critical thinking. Thanks for listening to Hot Takes of a Cult Kid. I appreciate your likes, shares, and comments and rating of the show to help it grow. We will continue reviewing. How to Become a Cult Leader. And do watch the Netflix documentary. Hot takes of a cult kid. Check out frankietes.substack.com for more information.